Welcome to the Transient Identity Podcast. This is your host, Albert Thompson, where we obsess over everything consumer. So to break into the new year, one of the things I wanted to get into is to reflect back on some of the things that happened in the previous year, in particular the social injustice. A lot of brands started talking about, or organizations, how they're going to improve their diversity inclusion initiatives and even, in a sense, get more serious about multicultural. But let's be clear, a lot of the comments were fleeting. A lot of the statements were put out there because they were highly PRable and they put on appearances. Um, but at the end of the day, what everybody's looking through is a certain degree of follow through. So I want to share some perspective on a media post panel I participated in at the end of 2020 on diversity that talked about this notion of commitment to multicultural. Yeah, um, it, it's interesting. I like what Amanda said about needing to own where you, where and how you're making your money. You know, we've had the fortune and benefit of working with clients that years ago made it clear their growth strategy hinged on black and Hispanic consumers, no question. Uh, Lexus under Toyota Motor Corp was one of those companies. Obviously, our work with McDonald's has been, uh, has been black focused as well. And they pretty much said the same thing. I mean, look, they, they know the data, they know the deal, so they have no problem being very intentional about it. So very much their focus was more what I would call in the public service announcement realm. We worked on a PSA that was sort of Toyota, Motor Corp, Lexus joint, uh, really sort of warning about the impact of COVID against uh, black and brown communities. You know, McDonald's has had sort of similar initiatives, I would say. Uh, so, you know, the fact that they had nothing to prove that they were, you know, in support of, it was really more about let's use our, our marketing voice to fuel yet another message, in particular getting down at the community level of what the impact could be and really take precautions and provisions. So, but you just see a lot of companies that just fail or don't want to openly acknowledge that is what's going to be fruitful for them. Look, as, as a lot of these brands and, and some of the ones that uh, Joseph mentioned as well, you know, covet their future consumer, largely going to be millennial, younger Gen Xers, and obviously Gen Z, they're going to be consumers of color by and large. So when you think about that, you have to be very intentional about how you're going to make your future dollar and shame, shame on those who essentially just can't, you know, admit that publicly. And look, I think, you know, from an from a Urban Skin RX perspective, I'm sure Amanda is, is, is well-versed in the Shea Moisture bit mishap uh, you know, having built a, bland, a brand on the, on the backs of black women when no one knew about it, it was very much a below-the-line uh, challenger of a brand trying to get uh, stuck at, at Target, and then makes a pivot to general market, which ends up being more of a, let's say, Caucasian-facing woman. And there was an extreme amount of backlash around that. I mean, there, it's okay to say, hey, we got here. I mean, the, the name is Shay. So, I mean, when you start to understand the connotation of the brand, it, all its sensibilities really spoke to the black woman first and then women of color second, then whoever else, that based on hair texture, sort of third. Uh, but when you look at that, and look, part of that is, is the nature of their new ownership that is, is let's say, less akin to multicultural than, than their, their marketplace competitor, Procter & Gamble, who has a very different stance when it comes to, to black women and that platform around, around personal care. So, I, I think people need to be very aware at what is growing as this intersectionality of black, Hispanic, LGBTQ, Asian, and the level of solidarity. You can't favor one and be dismissive to the other. Now it's all going to be personal for everyone. So you have to be very intentional about your alliance because all the communities are watching as they're now 
growing in, in, in groups to support each other. The other thing is just the interracial cross-cultural mixing of marriages or mixed-race individuals that they're acknowledging two sides of who they are as their own personal identity. It's much more fluid than moving back and forth. And if you add the LGBTQIA, you know, the fact that the growing sector of the gay community is, is going to be black and Latino and Asian. So in serving up one, you serve up another. In serving up one, you need to be respectful of what you need to be doing to acknowledge the other because it's sort of crashing in the same sandbox. So, you know, again, uh, give all the praise to those who can admit it publicly in a press release and, and it's not shameful and they're, they're not holding on to the past of kind of how they got there or the brands that know that this is how they built the business stay the course even in the context of expanding. There's nothing wrong with expanding your roots. And for the brands who've always been there and supported, to say, look, let's use the power of our platform to uh, elicit a very decisive and strategic message to basically double down. And that's basically what our clients did. They were more of a, let's double down our support. Let's not just have messaging for profit. Let's have messaging for goodwill and for the sake of overall wellness. Because then, then brands really start to win where uh, the connection is, is, goes beyond being transactional. And I think one of the things that brands make a mistake of is, and you know, uh, Joseph and, and Amanda gave uh, examples of brands that don't have just a transactional focus on, on black and brown communities, that there is, it has, needs to be a greater connection. And I think that's really what the future is going to look like, is having other extension points into that narrative that just isn't about hard selling.